0: But you know what? I thought you were mysterious, like my mother, until it turned out the mysterious just meant depressed, alright? Hard
1: to reach. I mean, I'm dying here. I don't like going out. You know that I get anxiety when I have to meet people. You know how hard that is. Everything you touch turns to shit! Like King Midas' idiot brother. Jesus, but if you two aren't the biggest pair of fuck-ups I've ever met in my entire life...
2: Hey everybody, welcome to Give Us a Second. A uh, mini series. From the greatest moments in the history of forever. I'm Zach. I'm Matt. And this is our 18th Give Us a Second already. That's right, keep them rolling. And this time we're talking about Gin Blossoms.
0: Yeah, who would have thought we could have got an episode out of the Gin Blossoms? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's been a long time. I thought that we had done multiple Give Us a Seconds on musicians, like but no. Just the the first one. Kesha. Kesha. That's, that's it. it. Our other music There was always
0: room for more with this stuff, but Yeah, we never felt the urge
2: really to return to the world. Well we of music. gave
0: Cindy Lauper her own episode. Well, her own half episode. And
2: Blink One Eighty Two. True. <laughs> Which really turned into a rambling oh, yeah. incoherent thing. <laughs> but yeah, you know, we're a little bit older now and we're not going to as many shows and so we really pick our spots <laughs> we only go to the you know most important events of the year and so recently we made our way out to stage AE to see the gin blossoms who you usually can see for free right
0: we managed to pay for a show for a band that basically plays exclusively free shows in Pittsburgh <laughs>
2: but yeah I mean we weren't the only ones it was fairly no, it was well attended
0: right. yeah it was pretty packed <laughs> <laughs> granted I think
2: you, as probably most people there did as well, got, on the, got into that Groupon thing. I did not. I paid full retail price. That's
0: right. <laughs> Proud of it, too. Yeah. Proud of every one of those service fees.
2: <laughs> so we decided, hey, why not dedicate a give us a second to Jim Blossoms? We kind of re-sparked our mutual love of the band when we did our Empire Records episode you yeah. know, a few months Always back. Always easy to do. Re-spark. Yeah. With the Gin Blossoms. This was not my first time seeing them. I saw them at one of the aforementioned <laughs> free shows on New Year's Eve okay. a few years ago. Who was oh. on the bill? I guess it was like a decade ago, really. I just remember them. Oh, okay. I don't
0: know. Wow. A one-band show. I mean, no there probably opener. was
2: like a local band okay. opening act. It was free. It was in Station Square. It was for New Year's Eve or whatever. First night or whatever they call it. Well, here. that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I would say that in the early
2: to mid '90s, the Jim Blossoms were basically like the second coming of the Beatles here in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> you could wow. have convinced me they were that big. It seems like shit. There people was a, knew the band members' names. No, okay. but <laughs> <laughs> I would say to you know me being you know ten to twelve years old probably during their peak in Pittsburgh. Oh yeah. I just thought they were the biggest band because our local Top 40 channel, B94, never really fully embraced hip-hop and stuff, which is why it was replaced by KISS,
0: the Top 40 channel that you know in Pittsburgh today. Right,
2: yes. And so in that 90s... My radio
0: station always set yeah, to KISS.
2: In that 90s time period pre-KISS FM, you know, our Top 40 was had had a lot of like rock acts in it okay right (laughs) no like like rock acts like goo goo dolls
0: yeah and like before uh i guess like really a little bit before the light rock movement
2: hey jealousy till i hear from you found out about you follow you down allison road all those songs they were
0: heavy rotation in 94 and you never know which one it actually which (laughs) one's actually playing
2: Sometimes they're a little similar.
0: I will say, I mean, Hey Jealousy, though, is just, for me, one of the ultimate bar cover band songs. Anytime I hear... I mean, it doesn't really happen anymore. I feel like bar cover bands are on a real down right now. But I feel like I used to be at bars in my young 20s and stuff, and there would definitely be a decent amount of those bands that would pull out a Hey Jealousy. I mean, they certainly...
2: The music of the gin blossoms for me makes me nostalgic for a time that I never really quite participated in and was never really old enough <laughs> to be a fun, part yeah. of. But like that early nineties grunge kind of scene, but maybe even post grunge, it makes me think of like reality bites and singles and stuff like that. Although it feels like the gin blossoms weren't really like allowed in that group. No, it's no no, because they were to me, they're, like, singing about that. Okay, life. right, yeah. You know, like obviously, Alice yeah. and Chains is singing about, like, shooting up and stuff like that. I mean, you know, the bands that were actually a part of the scene were not singing about the scene <laughs> yeah. itself. But it seemed like the Jim Blossoms were almost commentating on the people that, like, lived... Hey, aren't the, Alice
0: in Chains cool? <laughs> the Jim
2: Blossoms were singing about the people that listened to The Replacements right? in the late 80s. It's like... Uh, <laughs>
0: Yeah I mean they wrote about The people that worked At Empire Records
2: Yeah More More or or less less. Yeah But I don't know I, I think they're They at least have one Pretty killer album New Miserable Experience That's all it takes And a few other tracks Beyond that album That are pretty good they have a kind of a crazy backstory that gives them more street cred, I think, than you would believe on the surface uh, to well, sing think, about the things that they sing well, about. Well, you
0: told me, I, I mean, they're way older than I would have thought as far as like when the band started, right?
2: Yeah, they formed in 1987 not Tempe, Arizona. Right. <laughs> the year of my birth. <laughs> and they're primarily known for what's called the Southwestern Sound or Mill Avenue Sound similar to other bands from Arizona such as the Sidewinders, the Refreshments, the Meat Puppets and Oh boy, Dead Hot Workshop. I've only ever heard of the Refreshments and the Meat Puppets. I don't know those other two, but yeah. That's strange because I never knew that there was a Southwestern sound.
1: Yeah, you would know in that time uh, period really.
2: <laughs> yeah. You kind of just associate all or nothing with Seattle and right. that's it. Yeah. But and I would lump Jim Blossoms kind of as like a lesser version of that yeah more on the heels of like if you told me they were from the same town as the replacements like in minnesota or something or fargo new jersey as you thought you'd be like yeah okay that makes sense i I didn't really get a southwestern arizona vibe from the jim blossoms but hey you know whatever in the early 90s they signed to a&m records eventually after a few false starts they began working on the second full-length album and their major label debut which would be new miserable experience but the process of getting to that point and recording the album which would kind of propel them to mainstream success was kind of a intense journey <laughs> in february of 92 while they were still working to complete the album founding member and lead guitarist slash songwriter doug hopkins Was drinking heavily and was growing increasingly depressed. Oh boy! Uh, And the other, (laughs) (laughs) the other band members obviously were hesitant to fire him because he wrote "Hey Jealousy." (laughs) I mean, he was like the driving force of the band. We got lightning in a bottle here. But A and M forcefully removed him from the band and withheld fifteen thousand dollars owed to him until he agreed to sign over half of his publishing royalties. Oh boy! And relinquish his mechanical
0: royalties. That music industry, man. It got rough. Yeah. And so
2: Hopkins reluctantly agreed to do this because he needed that money, and the album eventually comes out, and it took a while, like a whole year, really, for New Miserable Experience to make any kind of an impact. But eventually, Hey Jealousy, which was the lead single, entered the top 40, and the album started to become a success. So However, he never even experienced the... <laughs> no. Oh, wow. And as that was happening, you know, the achievements of the band were... Increasing that was dampened by Hopkins' suicide on December 4th, n- 1993. This kind of feels like an inside
0: Lewin Davis thing, a little bit.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, the success of the band, coupled with this tragedy, led to the band's next album being called Congratulations, I'm Sorry, which really only had one single on it. I think that was Follow You Down. Okay. Which yeah. actually was their highest charting song. Wow. That's so But a that was like the me. only hit song on that album compared okay. to. I guess
0: like coming off the the big album, and then this is the first single off the next one. They probably got like a big marketing push. Oh yeah, I just think like can it's, you remember like a buzz around Gin Blossoms? I mean, I know you said that like it, they were really popular around here and stuff, but like I'm only I,
2: gauging that popularity on the fact that they were heavily <laughs> played on the radio. I right. don't know how yeah, much people cared. One okay, way or the other. right. I was kind of too young and not yeah. really. I didn't really know much of what was going on so I'm sure they came through town I, I mean at their height they probably played out at like the you know the pavilion in hey, Burgettstown right. maybe but I don't know yeah it's just it's a forgotten era and it's kind of cool you know they broke up in 97 and then reunited in 2002 it's kind of cool that they're able to still kind of tour off of like that handful of singles
0: like if just you think about show, it, it's all like, of their noteworthy songs came out get, in such a short amount of time. If you could just get like one hit out there, you can really ride. Oh, I yeah. mean, I know these guys had a, you know, a little bit more success than that, but it, it does make you think. If we could have just got Life of Crime recorded, <laughs> <laughs> we could have really had a run at it.
2: Yeah, I think it's interesting because I was trying to, when in the lead up to the show that we went to, I was trying to figure out what the set list was going to look like because if i mean any excuse for me not to go and i would have been bailing on oh, that so yeah. hard so if, if i looked at that set list and it didn't look good enough i would have been like yeah i'm not going but i noticed that some of the events that they were playing on the lead up to the pittsburgh show seemed like fairs like county fairs oh different. yeah and i'm just like that's so weird that they're playing places that where they may have been barely able to charge for tickets and then in pittsburgh they're kind of a hot item in the sense that they can charge 25 dollars with a big fee on these are our people yeah i just think that their songs and and their lyrical content really resonate with the people of pittsburgh i get it yeah blue
0: collar cities right i just think you know probably a lot of crossover with like kenny chesney fans (laughs) poison well yeah. yeah i mean
2: that wouldn't shock me right unfortunately so, this was your first time seeing them?
0: It was my first time, yes. What were your thoughts? Um, I thought they sounded fine. Yeah, I thought they sounded fine. I, honestly, like the whole production of it was better than I thought. I thought it was going <laughs> to be like a little bit... Not that it was some incredible stage show, but I thought it was going to be pretty bare bones.
2: It was f- fairly bare bones. Yeah,
0: I don't know. It was even still better than I was <laughs> expecting.
2: Well, their opening act was tonic. Right. Who had a fair amount of hits, it turns out. At least like three or four. Okay,
0: yeah. I think I only knew two songs. I knew
2: the one from American Pie. Okay. And then maybe two other ones or something.
0: I guess I probably did know three then. Yeah. I kind of figured that we would be on the younger end of the people attending. and I, I, I Which is not something that you can say
2: often. No. Oh, my, no. <laughs> not especially the concerts I usually go to, like Kesha and Miley Cyrus. But <laughs> I don't know if that was necessarily the case. I mean, I think we probably were on the younger side, but there were younger-ish people there. I, I expect sure, a yeah, there were like I, I
0: saw a couple like festival-looking chicks there. Any excuse, yeah, mid-drift <laughs> on display.
2: <laughs> it was a good time. They played all the singles, I believe. In the days leading up to the show, I got more into some of the deeper cuts on New Miserable Experience. Right, like, I have to know every song they play. Well, no, they didn't play them. That was the <laughs> thing. There were a few songs I wish they would have played, but they didn't. But I thought they sounded good, and I don't know.
0: Is Hey Jealousy your favorite of the, the songs? I guess that would be like the one I would pop for the most. I, I really have a—I I enjoy Found Out About You.
2: Oh, yeah. That riff is so good, yeah. too. And some of the lyrics in that are, like, really nice.
0: Oh, yeah? <laughs> what a weird thing, though, to just lose your main songwriter. I know that guy
2: that... definitely wrote Hey Jealousy. I don't know which of the other ones for sure. I thought he was the main one, so I, I, I figured he wrote most of that album, yeah. but I don't know. Well,
0: later when they started writing about Found Out About You and stuff like that, they were just like, all right, let's try and recapture some of those songs.
2: Well, there's that lyric in Hey Jealousy where in the second verse he says, and you can trust me not to think and not to sleep around. The lyric originally was, and you can trust me not to drink. Oh, yeah. And, not to, and they changed it, I guess, because it was like kind of weird. Because they kicked him out of the band for being a drunk.
0: Yeah, it's weird. A lot of the lyrics to Hey Jealousy aren't really coming to mind right now. But I do remember years after I'd first heard it, kind of paying attention to the lyrics and be like, man, this sounds like kind of dark, actually.
2: Yeah, that's that's definitely noted upon by people who wrote about the band in real time back then. It's like it's kind of this poppy song, but it's kind of like this sad. Yeah, seriously, it is sad. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's right up our alley. Right.
0: I know. <laughs> Anything where it's like eventually leading to suicide. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of when we were You know, in our musical
2: ventures, we were talking about maybe bringing in this hot bartender to be in our band, (laughs) just theoretically. Right? Yeah, it wasn't real. No musical talent. Right. I've never talked to her, but. We were like, wouldn't it be funny if we had, and then we were like, oh, it'd probably be like the original lineup of Paramore where they just make her the star and they kick everybody else out. right.
0: (laughs) Even though she doesn't sing or anything in this case. And you were like,
2: and then we just kill ourselves. And I said, no, but people demand that we do. (laughs) You're like, no, worse, we don't, but everyone demands that we do. As if people are demanding that people kill themselves for being in a band. Oh, I know. I don't know. But I was kind of worried with Gin Blossoms because they've had 14 total members of the band. Yeah, that's nuts. But it's I mean, misleading, though. Okay. It's very misleading because three-fifths of the current band recorded New Miserable Experience. Oh, okay. And one-fifth joined right after to replace oh, so the guy that kicked out. so that's basically the main lineup then. A lot of the people predate New Miserable
0: Experience. There was so a like lot of roster shakeup,
2: And then I think the drummer or whoever has switched a bunch of times or something, but... Yeah, it was a lot of pre-new right. miserable experience people.
1: In a and lot out. of times, it's
0: always like the drummer and the bassist. Like certain bands have been through like twenty different. Yeah, but it is like some with some of that stuff. You're just like, it doesn't even feel like it's the real band when it's when they've gone through so many lineup changes.
2: Well, I think with a band like Gin Blossoms, as long as the singer was the same, that's true. We were just gonna be right. happy with. Yeah, it. that's true.
0: <laughs> yeah, who am I
2: to kind of split ends over this yeah i mean it's gin blossoms (laughs) it's not fucking led zeppelin we don't care (laughs) (laughs) all right well
0: i don't know it was a good time yeah i mean i I will say uh you know just talking about how like you were looking for any excuse not to go it's my like experience we had some trouble getting in after walking over from the car originally (laughs) and like From there, I I mean, immediately my mindset was like, well, I guess we can't go. I guess we have to go home. (laughs) Do you want to explain what the trouble was? Yeah, so my girlfriend came with us and she brought what looked to be the smallest purse in the world. The smallest possible purse. Right, and and we get to the the door and a guy stops her and she tries to show him that she has like nothing inside it. He's like, no, I don't need to see it. You just can't come in. (laughs) <laughs> with that or whatever. And he's like, well, since like last December or something. She's like, okay. And we had been in a, at an event there recently where this was the case. But I was thinking that it was just for that other event because there were so many more people. Now, I have been to a decent amount of events in my life. I said this when we were there. I've only been to one other one outside of this venue that would not let you have a purse bigger than like your hand. And that was the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, uh, Jim
2: Blossom's playing in Pittsburgh, right. equivalent to the Super Bowl. Yeah,
0: playing at a venue that, as we've noted several times, will eventually be demolished for more Taylor Swift parking. <laughs> so for her to park like, her 15-tour bus.
2: Yeah, I think you're th- you were getting to, basically, when we had to walk back to the car. Right, that yeah. That you were just thinking we were
0: leaving. <laughs> we weren't even going to come back. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, I guess that's it. Even though we can just so easily leave it at the car, <laughs> which would have been funny, right?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we just we pay to park in that garage for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Steve Buscemi. But yeah, in Fargo. that's just like
0: my defeatist mentality. Well,
2: it fits with yep. the Jim Blossoms, absolutely. So yeah, I would recommend. Hey, jealousy found out about you, Mrs. Rita, Allison Road and a song called 29 those are like some jams or
0: just tune into the x here in pittsburgh
2: i don't think they even play them on the i'm x, sure they don't but they were touring because they have a new album out which i think they only mentioned like once which is kind of pathetic
0: yeah that is weird at least they're aware how many songs did they play from that i don't know okay one there was two. like a stretch for a while where i was like i don't know any of these songs i'm tuning out but then like You know, the last five or six songs. Yeah,
2: they definitely, they only played maybe two singles mixed into the first three quarters of the set. And then the last quarter of the set was all singles. I will say it went. A wild horses cover thrown in. That was
0: enjoyable. I will say it went faster than I expected. I've been at some shows where it's just like. No,
2: that was, yeah, I agree, but that was the right length.
0: Right. I
2: just <laughs> there uh, couldn't have been any longer. No. Oh, I, I don't God. know. I just
0: like I've I've been in at some shows of bands that I'm just like, Okay, I'm in for like three songs or something and like the standing around in the middle is just brutal. Well, I felt I like I felt like this moved along pretty good.
2: I felt like it was on the verge of like a co headlining. They let Tonic play like Yeah, almost Tonic played as for a long. while.
0: I, I do feel like it helps that like songs are like two minutes and forty five seconds. Yeah. And you're just like on to the next.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think if Jim Blossom's was a little bit more delusional about how popular they are, they could have probably played like five or six more songs easily. Not at the end, but just, you know. Oh, yeah. Because like, we like was like kind of throughout. Late, yeah, You know what I mean? Like, just stretched it out in the beginning once and, they and started, cut Tonic off. But once they, they
0: started playing a couple of hits, I was like, oh, no. are they?" I, I'm like thinking to myself that we still have like a lot of songs left.
2: <laughs> oh, I knew where we were, and I was like, yeah. thank
0: God. No, because I, I think you do I looked that, it up like, and I saw it. You set list research. Yeah. I, I can't spoil myself. I got to go in pure. I'd rather do that, but I can't. Because <laughs> if I need to bail, like, you know. Yeah. You're writing down the set list and the notepad on your phone to match it up with the other shows.
2: <laughs> you know what, man? When we saw that girl do that at that Third Eye blind, Legendary, show. Legendary. That was yeah. like the coolest thing ever to me. Right. Because that girl was like 25. I know. And I'm like, she's that obsessed with Third Eye blind. <laughs> she's keeping track of the set as it goes. <laughs> yeah She did not like us I mean she was there With like her boyfriend <laughs> She or didn't like us Well she kept looking at us Like oh my god <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well we're like Well what are you doing here <laughs> We're more the target demo Than you are Well I will say That Third Eye Blind's Show was way more
2: crowded than Oh, oh yeah Third Eye Blind was
0: packed <laughs> Well they were with True
2: Alright well That'll do it for just a second Thanks for listening Follow the show on Twitter at GreatestPod and uh, we'll see you next time.
1: just installed a waterbed in the training room.
0: Have you ever been
1: laid on a waterbed? The most beautiful thing in the world is smoking pot and fucking on a waterbed at the same time. (laughs) (laughs)